Uh, that's it. I'm shutting your microphone off, but I'm turning on Moshe Orzak's microphone. Moshe Orzak is a is an innovator, Ding. He is an innovator, to say the least. Any cool item you see that directly relates to the way we live in our interesting world of uh, observant Judaism, Moshe Orzak is behind it. Kosher Innovations is the name of his company. I think the most famous thing they have is, of course... The, the kosher the Shabbos lamps. Right, the kosher lamps. That would be the most famous thing. And he's out with a whole brand new uh, line, and Uncle Maishi is involved in one of the things he's doing, so we're going to discuss all this with him this morning. Moshe Orzak, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning. Good to be here. It is great to have you on. We're sitting here debating... How unbelievable each one of your products is off the air. You should hear the discussion that's going on. Do you do, you do focus groups? Like, do you actually put together? <laughs> or you're your own focus group because you know what the Jewish world needs. We actually did. No, but there are times where we're not sure about a color right. or a size, and we've actually done uh, something called monkey surveys. Interesting. Yeah, so we send it out, and we do get our... Uh, focus results. So when I hold in my hand the brand new collapsible washing cup, it's blue for a reason. Blue, Israel, Jewish. Right. Is that a focus group result? Or that's your... <laughs> no, no, that was ours. And hope, hope, hopefully we called it right. Now to me, of all the stuff I was sent, and there's a lot of great stuff in this box, and I thank you, and we'll talk about everything, but to me this was the coolest thing. It's a takeoff on the famous camping washing cup. I'm sure you remember that from the old days. And you, and you know one of the biggest problems out there is that uh, when people want to wash, they're on the road, especially Cholomoy. They, they're on the road. They'd like to, you know, they'd like to wash. They'd like to keep the tradition, not rely on all the leniencies. They need a washing cup. And this is actually a collapsible washing cup, the real size, etc., etc. I cannot believe that in the last 30 years nobody thought of this. You know what I mean? I, I, I wish I could I could remember all the stories we've we've heard about people saying the very same thing about every one of our products. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't think of that. But the kosher just a basic item. But the kosher lamp is so innovative and revolutionary that I don't know if someone would say, Oh, I should have thought of it. I think that's something that yeah, but this is like a real aha moment. Like, why didn't I think of that? A collapsible washing cup. Is this out, by the way? Like, is this something that's in the stores already or it, not? It will be in the stores, God willing, by Monday. Okay, so look for that, folks. The collapsible... Just on time for Chalamoid. Exactly. That's when people need it. Uh, Maisha Orzak... When you, go, when you go to the park, when you go to the ball game you were talking about, uh, it's great. Yeah, ding. Now when you're sitting at the home Met game that's great. during Chalamoid, you actually could wash. You don't have to. You don't have to figure out a leniency how to eat that matzah pizza. Now you could actually wash and and you know and use the washing cup. Good idea. I don't know if they'll allow it in the ballpark. What do you think? <laughs> maybe they can. They, they, maybe they can strike a deal with the Costa concession. That's a great. That's stadium. a great idea. Set up a booth. Set up a booth. <laughs> now there's something. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> there you go. I like that idea. That's a lot. only if there's going to be people going to the Yankee games. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I can tell you is that the stadium personnel find a reason not to allow anything into the ballpark. So it's going to be a battle no matter what. Now you've created. We discussed this last time you were on. Uh, you created a kosher clock. And this is interesting for a two-day yuntif because people wonder, you know, if I have an alarm clock that goes off the first day, what am I going to do about getting up for Ashkama Minyan the second day? So tell everybody how you solved this problem. Well, basically, again, to, to, to um, reiterate on the problem, if you want to get up at two different times... Right, or in the afternoon. Uh, what do you do? Right. Right? You can use two different clocks, theoretically, 
but each clock will go off each day at the same time. So we created um, a kosher clock that will allow you to set over a seven-day period, whatever time you want. There are ten different alarms on there. You can have ten you alarms on that day. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I was saying to Ding that there, he's looking at the clock right now. There are ten alarms on there, uh, Ding. You could set the entire yuntif and not worry about anything. Talking about getting up, it's pretty early today. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you don't know what to say. Huh? Uh, yeah, so that, that's a very, very uh, practical and helpful item, to say the least. And by the right, way, and, and, by, and keep, the, the alarm... Sorry, keep, keep in mind that... Um, not only do you then set the time for when you want, for whatever day you want, but it'll only ring for a minute. 60 seconds. So that uh, no one else is going to be annoyed by it. There's no snooze button on that one. No, but with 10, actually what I do is, let's say I've got to get up at 6 a.m. I will set it for 5.45 and 6 o'clock. So it'll wake me up at 5.45, and I've got my own built-in snooze because uh, it'll ring again at 6. Of course. You could set multiple alarms. You know what uh. this is fantastic for? What? To all those people who go away for Pesach to hotels. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is great. Exactly. And I, if you notice, it's called Kosher Clock 3. One of the reasons it's got the three on there is because it's got three different um, modes so that if you pull out the inner piece and put it back in, you can have it where the snooze button is available, and that's the weekday mode, and the buttons are available. You turn it around, and all you've got visible is the time so that uh, you cannot press any of the buttons. They're hidden. And if you're going to go away for Pesach or any other time, you can turn it around so that everything is protected and it doesn't get damaged while you're traveling. Unbelievable. I have a question. Go ahead. Did anybody think like kosher clock, like it's kosher, and they try eating it? An edible clock, you're saying? Right, right. I don't think so. I don't. No. Think, I don't think Moshe was worried about that. Oh, well, okay. I, I, I hear feedback all the time, and I have not heard anybody <laughs> call me and so tell saying me. I'm calling from the. That I'm calling from the hospital. Admit, we have had many, many questions <laughs> about why is it called kosher? Right. Why is the kosher lamp, the Shabbos lamp, called kosher? Right. You know. So yeah, that'll come up. Um, uh, Moshe Orzak is with us, Kosher Innovations. Uh, what's the web address, by the way? Moshe? For a radio interview? I thought of that this morning. What's the web address I'm asking for your company? Oh, the web. I'm sorry. I thought you said <laughs> <laughs> the dress code. No, no. Yeah, it is kosherinnovations.com. Uh, simple as that. And all the things as we're simple as that. All the things we're talking about this morning are up there? Uh, yes, they all are. By the way, that's a great recommendation for someone running a Pesach program who wants to give a little enhancement. They should buy hundreds of kosher clocks. They should. One, put one in each room. That would be cool. They should. Oh, and kosher lamps. That would also be a good They do. Like, wait, they, they have hotels. There are hotels that have a kosher lamp yes. in every room? Yes. They, I don't know if they have it in every room, but they're... Moshe, am I wrong? Are there not people No, that, no, absolutely. There are hotels that will put them in, make them available. I mean, and uh, for certainly for for Pesach, when people pay a lot of money to go away for their eight days, sure. we have had hotels that have um, but that if, have bought the lamps from us, and they just give it away as a um, yeah. But if not, you just bring it bring as it a basket like, gift. We bring, you know, my wife brings brings it along. Sure, and the she kids, packs it for sure, and the kids also. Boy, I mean, then your good. wife will be thrilled to know that we hope within a few months to have a uh, travel kosher lamp that's uh, 
much smaller and lighter. Cool. It's LED and easier to uh, to carry. Boy, oh boy. Cool. This, this guy's smaller. working all day long. Look at this thing. Hey, yeah. Moshe. You know, I hate to tell you, but every Friday, you know, you know what I do to my refrigerator every single Friday? I actually turn you, I actually exactly. I actually turn off the bulb. Because I saw your kosher fridge ease, and I'm saying to myself, all right, wait a second. Can't I just continue to turn off the bulb? Tell everybody why the kosher fridge ease is an even easier way to handle the Shabbos problem. That is, uh, again, a very personal thing that, that, that I went through, that um, for whatever reason, my wife didn't like the idea of having to turn the bulb back on right. or turn it off if I wasn't available. But putting on the fridges is, is something that uh, she found, sure, that's real easy. And uh, basically what it does is it uh, holds down the knob that would otherwise turn the light on when you open up the fridge. Unbelievable. And it works with Velcro and very easy to remove. So all you got to do is... suddenly the wives are behind it. So all you got to do is just literally take a second and put it on on Friday. It's a real turn-off. Exactly. <laughs> Dig says it's a real turn-off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've yes, solved the is. we've solved the refrigerator light problem, uh, and and then in this whole big box of goodies that you sent me, Shabbos toothwash because I assume that uh, because most people would not use toothpaste on Shabbos, you created something that is acceptable, right? Exactly. All right, and a Shabbos toothbrush, and Shabbos toothbrush means. Explain why it's a Shabbos toothbrush. Well, again, there's various halachas that most people will will hold by, and one is shechita, where you um, you shouldn't be squeezing, and the tooth the Shabbos toothbrush has got um, plastic bristles that are far enough apart that you are not uh, squeezing the water. I would that, love I would love to sorry, have heard. I would have loved to have heard the conversation between you and the posek who helped you create this. It must, it must have been intriguing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it, it's it's just one of those things. Why didn't I think of that? Well, right. We recognize the problem, and then say, "All right, fine. What are we going to do? What are we going to do about it?" So, one of the issues we had to do was the the far apart, far enough apart bristles, so that the liquid doesn't uh, get absorbed into the bristles. And is not squeezed out. Is your Shabbos tooth wash kosher Pesach? Absolutely. And that's in Absolutely. the store. Absolutely. That's in the stores and on the website. That's on the website and in the stores exactly. And, and the uh, sorry, I was just going to say that um, another uh, halachas kavala where where you have to be careful about bleeding. Right. And again, by using the uh, the plastic bristles that we do, we are not. Um, you wouldn't be squeezing it so that um, blood would be would be generated. So in between both of those, the the Shabbos toothbrush, and it's great. You were talking earlier about when is the last time you're going to brush your teeth <laughs> right. with your toothbrush. Right. <laughs> so now what you do is you've got this other one sitting right there, ready to take over. <laughs> That's for, for sure. For Yom for Shabbos. That's for sure. Huh? And, and then what you do is you just continue using it on Shabbos. And uh, you're off to the races. There you go. Uh, Lou Orzak, or I should say Moshe Orzak, I apologize, with us live via telephone on a Thursday morning. Kosherinnovations.com is the website. And uh, we'll talk about Uncle Maishi in a moment. Ding just came up with a, um, with a problem that you have not yet solved. 
And I thought maybe I could run it by you. You ready? The Yankees? Absolutely. No. Uh, he says the price of shmuramats is very high. <laughs> what can you do about that, huh? <laughs> Kosher well, innovation. the rabbis would tell me tasnish to bring the price down. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, I hold in my hand a regular, I guess what we would call a weekday toothbrush, a regular toothbrush. But what's unique about this is that only Kosher Innovations has slapped the Uncle Maishi logo and caricature Onto its toothbrush. Ding, what do you think? Looks pretty good, huh? Amazing. Pretty cool. Uh, is this, is this Uncle Maishi toothbrush for kids available out there in our stores? Yes, it's available in all the Judaica stores and the, uh, drug in the stores. food stores and the drug stores. Yes, it's available. Uh, what was it like paying a $5 million licensing fee to Ding? That must have been uh, a very difficult negotiation, I would bet. <laughs> well, knowing he's going to share it. Uh, with his family and give away a lot of tzedakah it was my pleasure. We actually go. have a, a mutual f- close friend, yeah. uh, Zale. Ah! Mr. Zale's the best. Moshe is the president of the show that Zale, uh, that's, what's that called? The Village Show? Is that what it's the called? The Village Show, yeah. It's part of Asia Torah. Hey, Moshe, do us a favor. First yeah. day on Tiff, give Zale an aliyah. Come on. Get, make sure he has an aliyah <laughs> the first day. Do us a favor. I beg It'll you. be really, really difficult to do because he's going to spend Pesach with his dad in, in Yerushalayim. Oh, okay. Maybe you can call the shul in Jerusalem and take care of that. <laughs> I will do that in your name. I'm sure they'll agree. Yeah, Ding will take care of the uh, contribution to the shul. Trust me. Uh, JM in the AM, kosherinnovations.com. Maisha Orzak says, hey, check out the site. Check out the products. Uncle Maishi is a part of his toothbrushing experience. Uh, the Shabbos tooth wash, the Shabbos toothbrush, the kosher clock, the kosher lamp, the collapsible washing cup, the fridge ease. Anything else I'm leaving out, by the way, Marsh? Absolutely. For Pesach, one of the most right behind Shmur Matzah is lettuce that we have to eat. Right. You sell and lettuce? You've got to really be careful when you're uh, eating and washing the lettuce to make sure that there's no, no, no goodies on there. Wait a second. So we've got the buck checker. Kosher Innovations has created a bug checker. You never saw that? How does it work? It's a light. Uh, it is a light board, a portable light board, that um, instead of holding the lettuce in your hands, above your head, uh, to see if there's any, uh, any, if there's see, to see if there are any bugs on there, and you get the, the light from the ceiling and the water dripping down your arms, you put this lettuce onto this board, and it will shine through it'll shine through the lettuce and, and, and other vegetables and t- warn you if there's anything on there after you've washed the lettuce. Unbelievable. And that's called the bug checker. The bug checker. There's no confusion about what it does, right? <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> uh, unless it has to do with surveillance, audio stuff, you're correct. Uh, there he is, uh, Kosher Innovations, Maisha Orzak. Uh, check out all this stuff. Very interesting. You, uh, check you, it out. I get it. Check it out. Check it out. Get it. Yeah. Uh, you're making life easier Let for us. people who uh, who already have the uh, challenges of uh, getting through Shabbos and Yontif and all the different things that uh, that we have to do. Uh, that is our that is our mission statement, and I cannot tell you how many emails we get from people who thanked us, specifically using the kosher lamp as an example, that that allowed them to make the final step to becoming uh, Shomer Shabbat, because they just weren't prepared to give up reading or, or whatever, and this this allowed them to uh, read when they want and go to sleep when they want. Unbelievable. 
there's a great story I heard about um, a lady who, um, after a few years, decided that she would uh, kosher her home, and uh, the rabbi and, and the rabbits came over and clean, cleaned everything up with them. And on the way out, the rabbi uh, saw some chiclets in a, in a, in a, in a basket. Right. And he said, you know, those chiclets are not kosher. They're going to have to go. And the lady said, in that case, cancel the whole, um, the whole deal. I'm not giving up my chiclets. So the example we use is everything, um, everybody has their chiclets, and we try to replace those chiclets with something so that they can't proceed. And if people think carefully, there's always something in your life, a small little something that you consider very, very hard to give up. It's a great example you're giving us. Maisha, Chag Kasher Vesameach to you. Thanks so much for joining us. Continue your amazing work. We always like to say, continue your amazing work on behalf of the Jewish people. In your case, that's a very accurate statement. You have all of us in mind when you go to the drawing board and think of a new product. So thank you. Thank you very much. The very best to both of you. Chag Kasher Vesameach.